Today, we're going to help you get more referrals from your existing clients and from other realtors. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, find out why agents across the country come to Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering clients a real estate sales and marketing solution to generate more business. And Real Geeks is super easy to use. Their websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for the end user. Real Geeks is also mobile-friendly, delivering an excellent user experience on the go. Real Geeks includes an easy-to-use CRM, so once your leads sign up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up triggers. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase your brand awareness. Do yourself a favor and please visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. This episode is also brought to you from modwell.io, who can take your listings and quickly virtually renovate them to show prospective buyers what's possible, making your sales much faster and for higher price points. Guys, this is awesome stuff, and I'll be telling you more about Modwell halfway through the episode, but for now, go visit modwell.io, that's M-O-D-W-E-L-L dot I-O, and now, onto the show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. Today, once again, is our monthly series called the Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group here in Chicago with At Properties Christie's International. Now, Carrie is a top 1% producer in Chicago with over 20 years of experience helping buyers, sellers, and investors. In fact, in the past 12 months, out of about 46,000 real estate agents here in Chicago, Carrie is ranked uh, in the top 15. She's a true superstar and expert in everything from first-time home buyers, veteran investors, and luxury properties. And she also works with a lot of developers and is often chosen to represent their high-end developments. Now, please visit Carrie at her website, which is carriemccormickre.com. But more importantly, let's follow her on social because she has a very impressive social media presence and realtors from all over the country try to emulate what she does. So find her on Instagram, Carrie McCormick Real Estate. We will have links to both her website and her Instagram uh, on in the show notes. Uh, Carrie, welcome once again. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm always excited to be here. And um, I was going to make a quick suggestion at the beginning of the show. So whoever's listening, stay tuned, because I think this is going to be a good idea that we're going to do. So I think it'd be fun to do live next month, starting next month, live from one of my listings. This way, our audience gets to see what a million dollars buys you in Chicago. What does $2 million buy? Three, four, five, six. I mean, we can go on, right? So I'm going to pick a special property for next month's show. I'm going to do 
the show live from there. So you get to see inside some of these amazing properties that I get to represent and talk to you about why they're so amazing. And I'm going to talk to you of how I sell them, right? And, you know, every home has a story and what the unique features are and maybe tips and tricks on that. So definitely stay tuned. Hopefully, DJ, you like that idea. I love the idea. Thank you for for coming up with it. And it's really great because in all the hundreds and hundreds of episodes we've done, a lot of times top producers come on and they talk about how they built their business, how they do customer service, how they close deals, uh, negotiate, et cetera, or, or just do follow up to find more business. What they don't, what we've never had anybody do is really talk about, hey, I've got this property and here's how I'm here, here, how I'm featuring it. Here's how I'm going to sell it. Here's how I talk about it. So this is going to be something that every one of our listeners is going to love because we've never done it before and so excited. So thank you, Carrie. I can't wait <laughs> for this. I know it'll be fun. So bear with us as we, we roll this out, but I think it's going to be great. And I think it's going to be fun to share some of these amazing properties and you get to, uh, you know, firsthand look inside of them. So, um, but what I wanted to talk to everyone about today is referrals. And I know we talk about referrals all the time and how important it is with people moving to and from, um, you know, different states, but I wanted to shift the discussion a little bit differently um, and talk about how to do referrals, meaning, well, let me give you an example. So sure. someone had uh, made an introduction to me with um, a gentleman that they said, you know, he's in the real estate business. He owns a lot of properties in Chicago. It's someone that I think that you've got great synergy with. I would love for you to meet because there's some possible business opportunity there. And I'm like, okay, great. And um, the, the referral reached out to me and said, you know, are you available Tuesday at two? I'm making that up. And I said, yes. You know, I said, come to my office Tuesday at two. Would love to talk to you about your properties and what you have going on and how I can be of service to you. So great. So we set up this referral or this meeting and he comes into the office. We sit in the conference room and he brings out a folder and is all insurance. It's all of his insurance stuff. And he starts pitching me on insurance. Mm. And I was confused. I'm thinking like, am I in the wrong meeting? <laughs> you know, yeah. we have the wrong person. And, you know, he went into this 20 minute pitch, you know, of this, these different policies and et cetera. And he would like to also to network with my clients. Um, sure. <laughs> giving them, um, you know, how he can help them with their insurance needs. And um, maybe it wasn't 20 minutes, but it felt surely felt that way. And I think after a certain amount of time, I just said, you know, with all due respect, I just want to make sure, you know, the purpose of our meeting, I thought we were talking about properties and how I can help you. And he said, well, yeah, I mean, I always like to talk, you know, I, I have a property, but I'm not selling it. I'm not buying it. So the referral really was not a good referral. You know, I mean, of course, it's nice to meet people and connect with people. But really, you know, that the amount of time and we're all busy, right? You know, time is important. And, you know, I sat there for a good, you know, I, it probably was about 30 or 40 minutes by the time that we wrapped up, but the meeting had no purpose to it. And to me, the person that made that introduction and made that referral, I'm really upset with, you know, and I did say that to that to the referral person, I said, or to the person that connected us, I just said, you know, please don't do that again. You know, let, you know, call me at ahead of time and let me know who this person is, what they're looking for. It was just not a good referral. So it just kind of taught me a lesson as well. You know, again, whether it's 
you know, if I want to refer someone to you, I need to make sure it's someone that's really going to help your business, improve your business, and that there is good synergy between the two of you. Because if there's not, again, I'm wasting everybody's time and I become a bad referral source for people. And you would remember that. I mean, if I did that to you and oh. sent someone over to you and all of a sudden they're pitching you health insurance or, you know, whatever it is, car insurance or, you know, whatever it is, you'd, you'd be mad at me for wasting your time unless you needed insurance, of course. You know, so now what I've done is, you know, again, if there's someone that you want to meet or if I want to be a, a good connector, because I do think that that's important in our business, is being connecting connectors and connecting the right people, whether it's, it is for real estate or whatever it is that's in their business, is finding out how I can add value to you. Is there someone in my network that can add value to, your, to you and your job and vice versa? So getting to know these people and, again, making the soft introduction that's going to yield results, they will absolutely love you, right? So if you do present a good um, referral and it's um, something that's going to further their business, you will love me. And then you're going to turn around and say, like, you know what? Carrie did this for me. Let me do this for her. And that's, you know, again, the intention is not to get something out of someone, but that's how you build relationships and that's how you build referral sources. And it's, you know, always kind of doing the right thing for them. So it just, it took that one bad experience for me of, you know, sitting down in that meeting, realizing this person really did a disservice to both of us. Because again, the gentleman that came in the office and sat here, you know, he drove here. I think he drove from like Hoffman Estates to meet me. Wow. You know, think about the time he spent mm -hmm. and, me, you know, me sitting there saying, I don't need insurance. Like, you know, I don't really need to talk to you. You know, like he's just not, some, he's just, it just, it was really bad. So again, when we're doing referrals back and forth, just be conscious of, you know, what each side needs, really do your due diligence and then make the introduction, but not on an email together. Do it, you know, I call you first, make sure it's someone that you want to meet with and then make the introduction. So anyways, that's my tip on referrals, but I do think, um, it's super important that we all network and stay connected. I, I think that's such a great tip because it's happened to me a number of times as well, where I am oftentimes the conduit for to our brokerage for a lot of these these calls that come in, sales calls or mm -hmm. even referrals from our agents. Oh, I have an insurance guy or a loan officer or you know a title or you know an attorney, whoever who would love to get in front of your agents and. It's challenging because since it's one of our agents referring their friend, I feel an obligation to right. have that phone call. And so that's the thing that that you felt is like, hey, my friend referred this insurance mm -hmm. guy to me. It, it, it must be a legitimate thing or, you know, they, you have to take the meeting, uh, you know, and, right. and then she didn't or he didn't give you, you know, the correct information. So you didn't know what the meeting you were going into. You thought it was a maybe a listing presentation or, or buy side thing. And, you know, and it wasn't. Um, so I that's the other thing, too, is you have to realize it, when you refer somebody to someone, they're going to feel obligated to take the meeting and you don't want them going walking away going, I should not have taken that meeting. Right. And next time Carrie calls me, I am not taking a meeting that she's going to recommend. Right. Exactly. I mean, that kind of kills that connection. So you really have to think through it. Um, you know, and another thing just talking about referrals is I use LinkedIn quite a bit. I find that platform to be um, very user friendly and um, a great way to connect with people. I do do my due diligence 
quite a bit before reaching out to somebody. Um, but what I found on the receiving end, so this is my tip to everyone listening or watching, don't do this. Don't copy and paste a message and blast 500 people with it because you can tell that it's copy and pasted. And then you get this long you know, email thread that says, you know, I can do this for you, I can do this for you, I can do this for you, when I don't care what they can do. Like, they don't know anything about my business. I just think it's such a poor and bad way to connect with people. And so, I mean, those I just delete. But the, the bad thing is that there are some good in-mail messages in there. And then I feel like I miss the good ones because I'm getting all of these, what I call spam or just copied and pasted intros in there. So, you know, using LinkedIn is a phenomenal way to network with people. But again, know the audience, do a little due diligence on the person and make sure that whatever you have to offer is something that they are they need. So this is where salesmanship really comes into play. It's not, um, you know, like I said, copying, pasting. I mean, our job is marketers. Our job are, is sales. So you really have to do your due diligence. The in-mail uh, portion of LinkedIn, which is their sort of uh, email system mm -hmm. or messaging system within, within the app, or uh, which is what you were messaging, uh, mentioning, is, is you're right. Things get lost in there because there are some people that when you accept, if they friend request you and you accept in LinkedIn, if it's got like a darker blue or a blue background, it means you're going to get an instant in-mail message because you can tell that those people, based on the color of the background right. of what they're accepting, automatically are going to send you one of these. And those you can almost always ignore in my in my experience because they're not personalized. They have nothing to do with you. They maybe you'll put in your first name or something, but then it'll just be a pitch. And so you're right. The actual like real uh, messages that are could be actually helpful get lost. So it is tricky. LinkedIn is is you got to sort through a lot of a lot of the insurance pitches which show up in there, or loan officer pitches, or just you know whatever pitch, um, virtual assistant pitches, things like that. But if you do sort through it, you can find things. But you're right; it is you do have to you do have to kind of weed through it. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Modwell. We've all been there. You can see the potential of an outdated property, but your buyer can't, and the opportunity is lost. You wish you could snap your fingers and transform the space, and now you can with Modwell. Now listen up. This visionary team with years of experience in real estate, architecture, design, and prop tech built Modwell's 3D enhanced listing technology to digitally reimagine a property so you can show your buyer the stunning possibilities in real time and inspire action. Modwell visually transforms high-end homes as well as new developments to move prospects quickly. Josh on Million Dollar Listing used Modwell's 3D listing tech to reimagine an outdated 1930s home and went from zero showings to 23 book showings and two offers in just 10 days. That's impressive, right? Now you might be thinking, I already get renderings done. Well, this is nothing like that. This is next level interactive 3D like you've never seen and you must see it to get the full picture. I could couldn't wait to try it myself and really honestly the demo blew me away. I want you guys to experience Modwell and transform your properties. So I asked them to do something special just for our listeners and they came through with a $250 credit on your first enhanced 3D listing. Just use our special link, livemodwell.com forward slash real. Again, that's livemodwell.com forward slash real. Choose them for your very next listing. Help your clients see the future. 
And now onto our show. Yeah. So again, using LinkedIn um, is important. The other thing I just want to bring up is just networking in general. So I do a lot of in-person networking, um, which I find to be the most um, productive is obviously being face-to-face with people. And one question I started asking people that I think was, has been very effective, instead of me just going into, you know, what I do, which of course, you know, I've got my elevator pitch of what I do. And, um, but I do ask people like, what is your, you know, tell me, who could I send to you that would help your business? You know, what type of clients are you looking for? What, what can I do? Who can I connect you with? That I, that I might know. And then they respond and it opens up a dialogue. They'll say, well, you know, I, I like, I need to get in touch with attorneys or I need, you know, whatever it is that they need. And then it just starts that dialogue. And I'll say, you know, again, when I give them a referral, now I've made that connection with them. I know they're looking for litigation attorneys. I'm just making that up or, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for. And I'll say, hey, I've got, you know, five litigators that I'm really good friends with or that I'm connected on LinkedIn. Would it be helpful if I made that introduction? And they say, yeah, I'd love that. So now they're waiting for me to respond. Right. But again, just going back to where I started is I go to those five people that I know and I say, hey, listen, I was just at a networking event. I met so-and-so there. This is what so-and-so does. Would that be helpful for your business? Right. You know, would you like me to make a connection? And once I get their approval, I've got their approval. Now I make that connection. And now I'm the hero between the two of them. And again, this has nothing to do with me as a real estate agent. But now I've become a trusted referral source or connector with the two of them. And then I can hit them on my real estate stuff. (laughs) Totally. It, It reminds me of how we get pitched for guests on this podcast. So it's actually kind of a similar process. So here's what happens, uh, almost, well, every single day we, we get at least, uh, five or so we get pitched via email from some either virtual assistant or a PR company who sends us an email and it always starts out the same way. And I have to just skip past it because I do get a little bit, well, now I'm used to it, but I used to get kind of offended because the first sentence is always like, love your podcast. And then you can tell they've never, I mean, obviously they've never listened to it. They're sending out hundreds of these emails. I don't expect anyone to listen to my show. I don't even listen to my show when I'm done with it because oh, I'm, I'm so, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. But, but the truth is, is like, I don't expect any, you know, a PR person to listen to my show, but here's what they never, so they send me this thing and then it's, nine times out of 10, it's somebody that wouldn't be a fit for our show. Here's what we never get. An email from a PR person or virtual assistant saying, hey, are you looking for guests? If so, tell me your ideal kind of guest. We never get that. So we have to sort through all of these pitches. And look, I'm not that important. I get it. I'm just one of hundreds of people they're they're emailing. But it would make them, their job a lot easier and more efficient because all we do is just instantly say no to nine out of 10 pitches. And if somebody just says, what are you looking for? And the, and the really successful PR people that send us the most guests, that's what they do is they say, hey, how can we help add value to your show? Just like you were saying, how mm-hmm. can I, if I were to send you leads, Mr. or Mrs. You know, mm-hmm. divorce attorney or, or accountant or financial advisor or whatever, attorney um hey what you know what are you looking for what would be a good referral source for you um and and they'll tell you of course because they know and then you just serve them what they want and you know there's a lot you know a lot less of the guests the guessing part um so i i agree i think that's awesome right and again we're in the business you know all the real estate agents that are listening you know we're in the business and if there's mortgage lenders listening 
this is how we thrive. We thrive off of referrals, right? And again, you got to think a little bit outside of your world. So if you can help someone else connect and help them with their business, they will in turn help you with your business. You get what you you give kind of thing. That that saying is so true. It, it is. And um, givers get as, uh, as, as, givers as the get. expression you goes. You get what you give. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a tip for today that I thought was really cool. I'm actually going to, uh, I want to credit the the source, which is this, this episode may or may not be out by the time everyone hears this. So I'm saying it just in case it's not out, but the person's name is Josh Anderson. When you get a chance, listen to his episode. Uh, he's from Nashville. He's a top, a top agent there. And he said something that I had never heard, and I'm sure he's not the first person to come up with it, but I thought it was worth mentioning uh, for even if you've heard it already, which was when he is not the agent on a, on a client or a customer or a prospect that he really wants the listing or, or the buy side deal, but they already have a realtor. He mm-hmm. goes, here's what I do. And he goes, I cannot tell you how often this has actually worked down the road. And he says, so if somebody says, Hey, I already have an agent, you know, then he says, Hey, that's great. I respect that. I would like to be your backup agent if anything ha- changes. So he's, speci- and I'm probably not saying exactly how he says that's it, but good. it's something to that effect. He goes, I-, I would like to be your backup agent. He says, it's perfectly ethical to say you're not trying to win the business. You're just saying, I want to be the the one that is there for you. And he says, he goes, you cannot believe how many times he goes, and then he goes, I, I'm sorry, I'm sort of jumbling up the story. But once he sends that, uh, says that to them, once they say, sure, he goes, nobody ever says no. He goes, nobody says right. no. It's like 95% of them, they go, yeah, yeah, sure. You could be my backup agent, whatever. And then he goes, then I just wait. <laughs> I, I, I continually <laughs> send them things, but not in an annoying way, just so that they remember that I'm around, you know, a little, not, not trying to win the business, just, you know, they're a regular email, right. you know, newsletter, whatever. And then he goes, I just play the waiting game. And he goes, I cannot tell you how many times a year later, two years later, three years later, I get the phone call. He goes, I, he, and I was like, that is so simple. Is, is this as brilliant as I'm thinking? And it is. And I, it is. What, what do, uh, do you have any, uh, any statement? I already have someone. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think what I say. And I do think it's important for us to say the words, I respect that because I do think it's important to say that I respect your relationship. Actually, you know, I think I say is if something changes, please feel free to give me a call. And, but I like the way he says it a little bit more because it's very direct is, you know, maybe I, my new line is going to be, if something changes, I would love to be your backup agent. You know, I like the backup agent thing. It it is because the person has to then, they've kind of in a weird way, slightly assigned you a role in their life. Correct. You're you're not just like, you're actually the backup agent and you could even send them a cute little, oh, well, I don't know. You have to be a bit careful, right? Because if you you start sending, yeah, Yeah. you you wouldn't want to send them like, I'm your backup agent now. Um, But, but, but you could sort of say it in a cutesy kind of way and then right. say, Hey, is it okay if, you know, I send you a, a newsletter once in a while? Right. I mean, I would always get the buy-in on that. And once, and if the person's like, I don't like email stuff, say, no problem, no problem. Um, but, but, you know, let me know if, if anything ever changes, but getting their buy-in, um, he says he never gets a no. So I mean, I it's, that. it's true. Like if someone said that to me too, with whatever it is, you know, it's yes, totally. you're not committing to anything and there's no commitment. But I like, I do agree. I think let's give him some kudos because that's a good one. 
It's a good. It's it's how my dad built built his. He was a he's a paper salesman, and he he's not the least sales. He's the least salesy person I know. And I asked him once, "How do you get business?" He goes, "Because you know, there's other sales reps. They he 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 works with printers, and so other paper merchants, uh, salespeople call on on his competition calls on all of his printers, and and he goes." If it's if they're ready to work with someone else, he goes. I'll, I will wait. He goes. If if anything ever goes wrong and you are on, you're dissatisfied. I want to be your backup, and that's it. Was just that simple, and that's that's what's worked for him and 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 for Josh in, in Nashville and real estate. So, all um, right, great between tip. your dad and Josh, I'm I've got a new line. So <laughs> I'm gonna test well, it out. I'll let you know how it goes. That's that's great. Anything else we want to go over today? Well, I just think that everyone's got to stay tuned for next month. DJ and I are going to be working on this new kind of format that we have live from Chicago, what a million dollars buys you. And we're going to see how it goes. I would also like to say, and this will be really helpful when we do this, is that we actually stream these episodes live. You know, the, one of the mistakes I made when I started this podcast and for many years after I started is I didn't focus much on social media. Well, now most of you guys, most most of our listeners are going to absorb this information through our, our podcast, but we actually stream these episodes live while we're recording it. We stream mm-hmm. to, um, to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. Those are all places we stream live. So please follow us, uh, LinkedIn, if I didn't, I did mention LinkedIn. Um, we, we stream all these places and eventually we'll be streaming live to Instagram as well. We're not quite, we don't have enough uh, subscribers yet to do that, but we'll be close. So please follow us on social media. The easy, I, I will put a link to our link tree, which has all of our social media uh, platforms, including TikTok as well. Um, and you can subscribe to us. So this way you get notified in social media when Carrie and I are going to go live and also our other episodes we do. But but I also want to ask our audience, tell us what you want. If you could shadow a top producer while she's at a listing, and what do you want to know about how Carrie actually either markets the listing, talks about the listing, you know, um, just any tips and tricks, let us know what you would like to hear from Carrie so we can better serve your needs. Um, but we are super excited for that. So please stay tuned. We might even change the name of, of our, our series, um, you know, listings with Carrie or something like that. And it'll be the first time we've ever had a top producer in a property talking about, uh, the actual listing and how, how it's, how, how it's marketed and sold. So very, very exciting stuff. Um, we will, uh, see everybody next month on that. So be stay tuned. We will keep you up to date, but follow us on social for those updates. So you can find us when we do that. Uh, also, um, on behalf of Carrie, as always, we want to say thank you for her time. She is crazy busy because she's one of the top producers in Chicago. And by the way, if you are looking to refer business, maybe you're in a different market and Chicago is a place where you have a client that's moving to, or you have uh, clients who maybe have a second place here, um, certainly reach out to her. She would be honored to uh, talk to you and see if she could be a fit. Also, if you uh, are an agent, and I know Carrie basically works with herself, but if you think that you could be a good team member, um, Carrie, you know, shoot her a message. See if she, if you would be, guys would be a good fit because um, she is an incredible producer and is always needing help. So reach out to her if you want to learn from the best. Um, so what's the best way that somebody could reach out to you, Carrie? I am a phone junkie, so call me on my phone. 312-961-4612, 312-961-4612. You can also message her on social media. 
campus. She's very active there. Instagram, Carrie McCormick Real Estate. And also her website, CarrieMcCormickRE.com is where you go. So find, you know, really, I really encourage everyone to follow her on Instagram because you will see uh, examples of really strong marketing. And Carrie does it all herself. She doesn't hire a team. This is her doing it. So it's really impressive. And, you know, it's, it really proves that agents can learn how to be very effective at this. And Carrie, you, you didn't grow up with, with, like me, you didn't grow up with social media. We didn't, we didn't get it till much later in life. And um, to see how successful you are with it is impressive. So find her on social media, Carrie McCormick Real Estate. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. But on behalf of our audience, thanks, Carrie, for your time. On behalf of Carrie and myself, thank you to the audience. You, uh, you're the reason we do this show, so please tell a friend. Please support our sponsors, and please tell our guests how great they are. And um, yes, I will do that. Um, sorry about that. Um, all right, guys, I will see you on the next, meet, the next uh, episode. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you.